Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. My name is Matt Weston. Tonight, I'm joined by uh, my beautiful friend, Taylor. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, man? You can't even come up with like a good nickname for me. But so instead, you just call me beautiful. Yeah, well, I was gonna call you the most beautiful man in the world. But it's like that's pushing it too far. What no the man? Just say like how you feel. Nah, because it's it wasn't true. I, it was just rhetoric for the show. Why they? And I want to be I want to be faithful to the fans or forty million list or four million listeners every month. And I also want to be earnest and sincere. And that wouldn't be a sincere thing to say. But they have like the most interesting man in the world, and he has Doseki. So yeah. if I'm the most beautiful man in the world, what would be my beer? Uh, oh, I know. What? Uh, high gravity. What's a high gravity? You don't know what high gravity What's is? What's a high? Oh, wait, wait. Are you it's talking 8. about like the big baby. silver can? Yeah. Dude, that Steel was reserve. So, oh, it'd be like natty ice. That's what it it's tastes like. It's worse than that. It tastes like natty ice. Yeah, but it's like it's stronger. It's more manlier. I don't know if it's manlier. Yeah, for sure. No, that's not what you it is. You drink that after working 14 hours at the construction site. You drink two, eat an IHOP dinner. And then you go to bed, you wake up and do it again, boy. Hey, Matt, uh, when did you work at a construction site? I never have. Okay, so what are you My doing? My father <laughs> did, though. Oh, okay. That's what he would do. That's what you... Yeah. I could have sworn that you have drank those before. Yeah, for fun. So it's either that or Zima for you, huh? Oh, man, I'm so mad they didn't come out with them this summer. What are you talking about? You know what everyone's insane? That White Claw is Zima. Oh. Yeah. But it's not, though. It's not. They it's just not. say, like, it's exactly the same thing. It's not, though. Zima's so much <laughs> I better. I remember, like, seeing, like, a picture, and it was somebody removing, like, the <laughs> label, and underneath it was Zima. And they were like, we all knew it. <laughs> oh, man. But no, it's not Zima. Nothing. Uh, nothing's as good as Zima. No. Oh, God. It, that was the worst experience of my life. And I only <laughs> had, like, one of them. They're fun. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, my. The worst thing is I bring them all home, too. No, I left him at the beach, actually. I'm pretty sure Zima may be worse than, like, Surge, it's like Sprite. the soda drink. It's like an alcoholic Sprite. No, it's worse than that. No. Nah. But I remember, yeah, I bought, like, 36 and took him to the beach and drank, like, 12, and nobody else would have any. <laughs> and I just left them all there. Because um, you can't keep that stuff you in the house. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't just casually, like, come home from work and drink a Zima at 7 o'clock. <laughs> you know what? I can't wait to go home and get me a Zima. Uh, yeah, nobody ever said that at all whatsoever. No, nobody in the room. Uh, so tonight we're going to do our season preview. We're going to talk about the NFC East today, and then we're going to preview each and every single division in the National Football League. And we're going to start off hot and heavy with Taylor's Dallas Cowboys. So, the Dallas Cowboys. So now they're my team? Yeah, they're your team. Oh, yeah. They're your team. All right, so yeah. Do you want me to start, or did you have anything to say? Well, because what's your opinion on the team going in? My so my opinion, the biggest thing I think with the Cowboys is that they they should be worse next year just based off their regression stats. They were nine three one score games. Their turnover differential is plus three. They won one point six more games than expected, but they play an easy schedule. They get to play Washington twice. They play the Giants twice. That's four wins right there potentially. And they're also they they're one of the youngest teams in football. And they also, some of these numbers too are misconstrued because they didn't have any receivers to Dak Prescott. They didn't have Travis Frederick. Elliott wasn't like fully in shape by the time the season started. And, uh, and again, like, I really do think the biggest thing is that this defense is very young. And, uh, and younger teams tend to get better. Older teams tend to get worse. And so I, I wanted to not think Dallas is going to be good and, uh, and like sitting there and really thinking about it, doing some soul searching. Um, I think they're going to be good this year. 
Oh, wow. I'm surprised you actually said all this. You're not one of those haters out there that are talking about the whole Zeke debacle, thinking that he's not going to sign with us, thinking that it's not going to work out, when in fact, what people don't realize is that Jerry's going to make sure he doesn't leave. He's in a way stuck, and it's it's just kind of interesting to see how this is going to play out because he really doesn't have leverage. Yeah. I and I because he has is this is his fourth year. He has a fifth year option, and then he has a franchise tag. All for the, other yeah. two, so <laughs> yeah. we have him for technically four years, regardless if he wants it or not. So either way, we're going to be stuck with him, and it just comes down to is. Is Jerry going to cave? We just need to start out strong to where Zeke is the one that misses us. The nice thing is, is what it was shown was that we actually have a little diamond in the rough when it comes to the running game, the rookie from Memphis. Okay, so my question for you is this. Uh-huh. Do you think he's good, or are the Cowboys just leaking this to the media to try to get Elliott to sign? That. I think <laughs> exactly that, where they are just – it's Jerry just wanting to feed the press. He's wanting to make sure that Zeke is out there reading where his agents are going to be like, oh, yeah, so he's saying that he has a new guy who can handle the workload. Yeah, he's, now he he's even lo- this guy like, would love to have 400 carries this year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it, exactly right. And it's the funniest thing because I don't think it's going to work. However, with the first three games who we're going up against, he could easily look good as well. Yeah, I uh, I think I think so too. And also is that same thing as well with, with uh, Prescott, something was released that Prescott wants $30 million a year. But I don't think that that's true. I think that's the same thing. They're just leaking things to the media. What? Yeah, they're just leaking things to the media, though, to try to like make it seem like they want to pay him. You know, they're trying to pay him, but Prescott's the one who's not, you know, bridging or whatever for it. And so that's kind of interesting uh, thing as well, too, here. But, I mean, also, like, looking at the offseason, too, like, do you think the Cowboys got better? Because they add Jason Witten, they add Christian Covington, they add they added Kerry Hyder, and like Rob Marinelli's so good, just taking any defensive line, be like, oh yeah, he's just gonna get five or six sacks, you know, uh, just very casually. They have Robert Quinn, Randall Cobb, and George Georgia Loca. Yeah, for only two games, and it was a masking agent that he had to take for his like seizure medication. Yeah, but that's what and, he says. Uh, but uh, also, I've read where you could actually turn that in if that is true. Okay, you would be able to show medical bills and and medical status okay. in order to show <laughs> that you do have heart seizures. Because otherwise, I mean, where where's yeah. the where's the proof? Yeah, I don't. So know. that's the only thing about it, and it was just disappointing because once again, it's somebody else that's in the damn news for the Dallas Cowboys for a negative reason. It's really just frustrating as a Cowboys fan because this is the one thing where it just truly eats at me. Every year people make fun of this because it's like, oh, look, another Cowboys player got suspended. Oh, look, another guy's busted for something, going to jail, quitting the team because he wants to smoke weed for his life. I mean, it's just it's a little frustrating as well as the Zeke thing is frustrating. I'll be honest. Going in, you seem a little more confident than me because I just I think I don't trust Philly or Dallas right now. They just seem so up in the air, and either team could go either route. And I just hope I'm wrong because, like you said, I mean, Dallas's talent is just so solid. It's just that defensive line, it's only going to be Demarcus Lawrence or bust. I don't, I don't think so, though, because they're always— only for the first couple weeks, though. Yeah, but like they're always able to get guys who like can be good. I mean, so their defensive line to start the year, it's going to be Lawrence, Antron Woods, who was good last year, Malik Collins, Tyron Crawford, who's good. And again, they have Covington. They like they can always find somebody who can get like three or four sacks. Um, but I think what's important, like you mentioned, like, Taco. <laughs> yeah, whenever it never happens. Leaving the to team. Him. It sucked that the whole Gregory thing too, because he was fun to watch last year until he got suspended again. 
Yeah, um, and like that's done and over with. Yeah, like it there's sucks. just no way. Because like he, it looked like he. Also, I just liked how much of a windmill he was with his arms. Um, it's. I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. So Dallas is like you, the the first three games you allude to: the Giants at Washington, Miami. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Uh, and, and by the, the way, the Memphis running back Tony Pollard, yeah. he can tear the bo- all those three teams. Oh, out, which is well, these are probably the three worst teams in football. And that's the thing; it's like Zeke should be a little bit worried about that because Pollard could easily have like eighty yards re- receiving, eighty yards on the ground, and that just it could be all we need. Yeah, and then there are other easy games to play too. They get to play at the Jets. They also get to play at Detroit. They play Buffalo. And they also play, so they play like, that's seven pretty easy games right there. They have on their schedule, and then, you know, maybe they can beat uh, Green Bay, you know, however else that goes too. So that's why I, I didn't feel good about Dallas, but then looking at the schedule and everything else, I feel better. Um, and also, like, Dak Prescott was a completely different quarterback last year with Amari Cooper. So with Amari, his DVOA was negative 13.5%, which is 28th in football at the time. With Cooper, it was 9.1%, which is 17th. So like, he went from being a, one of the worst quarterbacks in football to being a very, you know, mediocre, competent one. And uh, Oh, yeah? Just <laughs> mediocre, huh? Yeah. That's all he is? I mean, like, you, you need to throw for, like, at least 300 yards sometimes. I don't think you need to throw for that. Yeah. I think you're fine the way you are. Uh, and also with, Coop, like, the counting stats, uh, eight, eight touchdowns to four interceptions, 6.9 yards in attempt without Cooper. Uh-huh. And then with Cooper, uh, his completion percentage jumped 10 points. He threw 14 touchdowns to four interceptions. And he averaged 7.7 yards in 10. Like, 7.7 is, like, really good. Like, I think Matt Ryan averaged, like, 7.9 last year. You know? Yeah, and that was with Matt Ryan just gunning the ball downfield. You felt so bad for <laughs> well, him. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Uh, no, no, we're going to talk about him next episode, man. Yeah. Yeah, come yeah, on. I know. Let's not talk about him at all. Yeah, get together. Uh, the, other, the other really important thing, too, is that Travis Frederick is coming back this year. Oh, I know. And so last year... Dallas's uh, rushing offense DVOA was negative six point nine percent, which is eighteenth, which is really surprising because you assume it's Dallas. They have a great running attack, and they had a very mediocre one last year. Two thousand seventeen, though, with Frederick and their entire offensive line, eleven point eight percent second. And so, like with Frederick injured, uh, missing all of last season, you know their entire offense was you know twenty percent worse as far as running the ball goes. Uh, and so, I think that's you know super valuable too. And like again, like you know Dallas should be worse this year, but once again, they have Frederick back. It's going to be an entire year with Cooper and Dak. We and have a tight hopefully end. hopefully, Elliot, you kind of have a tight end. Hey, he's, he's okay. He's better than what we have. Yeah, for sure. The, no matter what, that's all that matters. The funny thing about Wynn, too, is that he'll catch like six passes for 36 yards, but he'll have four first downs. Like, yeah. That's the only thing that matters. And that's all you need, especially when it comes to like the end zone, for example. He's the end zone guy. Because yeah. you, if you're in the red zone, just throw him the ball, or Dak Prescott should just take off and run. Because, oh, yeah, that's the other thing we got to talk about. So the one thing I'm truly nervous about as a Cowboys fan, with the struggles of the red zone that they had last year, it bothers me with Maher. Dude, I don't trust <laughs> Maher at all. I thought you did. No, okay. So he apparently in practice has been missing 30 to 40-yard kicks. He also went three for he's four. In that, he's in that summertime stay mind, dude. I, I guess he went three for four the other night in preseason, which not bad. But the problem was he missed a wide open 35 mm. yarder and it was like a shank right. It was gross. And especially when you have like a ball control offense like Dallas has, who, yeah. who may have like, you know, six or seven possessions a game. You can't leave points on the board. Exactly. And you need to have at least the field goal, which is because that's the whole thing. I just I'm hoping that the new offense is going to be able to do something. I'm just not trusting it too much because our offensive coordinator still is 
31 years old. Yeah, and yeah. And he hasn't done anything. Yeah. Except be a backup. Yeah, except play football for the Dallas Cowboys. That's it. Which is the most important thing if you're in coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Wait, I thought he played for another team. Well, he he backed up in Dallas. Yeah. And he da- backed up in Detroit. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And then he broke his leg. I just... Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 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 And he went to Boise. I love Boise, though. He's like Case Keenum, if but like his career didn't pan out the way it could have. I guess, but he's still not that good. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I'm so tired of talking about Case Keenum. I feel like we talk about him every single episode. Don't worry. We're going to talk about him this episode, too. No, we'll talk about him. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a savior. <laughs> there you go, so. man. Um, so Dallas has you know, a variety of young players. Do you think Wellman's going to make the leap this year being you know, an all-pro caliber player? Like, Could you see like, you know, a Wouzier become a pro bowler? Who, who's the young player that you see making a leap this year? I would say Van Der Esch takes another step forward. So he's like all pro. Yeah. Like he takes over Luke Keekley's spot. Yeah, as exactly. As the best linebacker right. in the NFC. And my whole goal in this is, and the problem was with Stephen Jones the other day, I think it may have been today, he was running his mouth about how he's excited about it. He has three linebackers. Yeah, I, I swear to God, thing. if you mention Sean Lee again, <laughs> I'm going to hit you. What the hell? What does Sean Lee have? What do they see? I get it. He's a great mentor, I bet. I bet he understands exactly what he's doing every time. But guess what? He has lost five steps. Yeah, uh, and he is injured all the time. Guess you how don't many, want guess him how many snaps he played last year? <sighs> like 90? 220. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Um, so he played 220, and then Jalen Smith and Vanderas played 976 and 764. So You just need those two on the field. That's it. So if Vander Esch played 764 snaps, Smith played 976, Vander Esch made 145 plays, and Smith made 124. I will say this. Says a lot. You want to know who I think is going to be dropping down, though? Yeah. I just, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, because again, like I said, my favorite position. I don't think Byron Jones is going to take a leap. I feel like he's going to be. He's just what he is. I, yeah. I mean, that coach is so good, too. I think Awuzie yeah, is going to be a lot better this that's year, That's my though. point. Yeah, exactly. And I think Awuzie is going to be a lot better balanced out. I do like the secondary. I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good, too. I just don't think Byron Jones is going to be worth what he's going to be asking for. Yeah. Because his contract's up after this year. Yeah, they probably won't be able to pay him as and well, I don't, too. And I, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just, I'm interested. If he takes that stuff forward, okay, I'll shut up. Yeah. So what? who's your favorite player to watch in this team for this season? Oh, it's easily Dak. Dak for sure. It has to be Dak. Okay. Because the entire time, I just have to pay attention to him on offense. Everybody talks so much smack to me about him, but I truly believe in him. I just need him to do certain things, which is don't control throw interceptions. it. Don't throw picks. Don't fumble the ball. Just don't turn it over at all. That's Romo's job. Run That's for first why downs. Romo never won for us. <laughs> Run for the first downs. You got the speed. Do it. You could take the hits. Yeah. You're a big boy. Yeah. Uh, I think the player I'm most looking forward to for the for to watch Dallas play this year uh, is Marcus Lawrence because you know one he just got paid and uh, and he's really good like he's yeah. really good and also I I think he's he's really underrated by how good he is as a uh, as a run stopper everybody's just like oh yeah he got 15 sacks yeah he rushes the passer but he's also an extremely good run block, uh, run stopper as well too and there's also this stupid like idea that edge rushers aren't that important at all like interior yeah, right. interior rushing is more is is more valuable than exterior rushing because it's a short path to the quarterback the quarterback can't escape as easily and that sort of thing but uh and it's only because the patriots didn't sign trey flowers that's why this whole thing started because you know trey flowers is like you know one of the five best edge defenders like oh if bill belichick doesn't think he he's worth 18 million dollars yeah then they're actually not worth it all but yeah edge rushers are very important especially when you have a guy like lawrence who can 
like lead entire pass rush on his own. And uh, yeah, I think he's just he's very underrated as a run stopper as well too. Yeah, and I'm the only thing is it's because since like what I was saying about the defensive line, how there's a lot of guys out right now, especially at the beginning, people are just going to be paying attention to Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, I mean they really are just going to be scheming for him on the def- or on the offensive line side. I just I hope you're right again. I I love the way you're talking about my team here. I love the, how positive you are. I love everything about this. I just hope everything stays put. I just truly would feel more comfortable if I had some contracts signed right now. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I'd and be that's confident. That's kind of the cloud over there. Yeah, and it's also because no matter what I can say about it, about Pollard being like, oh, look how great he is, everybody knows we need Zeke. Yeah. And he needs us too. It's We both need each other. Why can't we hold hands? Yeah. Well, and... and and I guess the other thing about Dallas too for this year, it's you know the, the biggest guys that lost Randy Gregory. They replaced with they replaced with Quinn, uh, and they lost you know Jeff Swaim left, but like they didn't even have a tie in last year. They have Wooden now, which is still kind of funny. They lost Cole Beasley. They replaced him with Randall Cobb, which I like. And yeah, but I still Beasley's can't. already talking smack about us. Yeah, for sure. I'm having so much fun in Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited to get more opportunities. So <laughs> suckers. Yeah, I really want to be like yeah. Dallas is going to go six and ten this year. I wanted to, and then. You know, you're whenever you're intellectual, you can't let your heart pull you around like that. Uh, I think it's only because you saw our division this year, and because it's part of, yeah, it all, Giants it all goes and into Washington. Because yeah, we'll get to them here, but I got I have no idea here. <laughs> I mean, especially with Washington, Giants make a little bit more sense to me. We'll get you know. We'll yeah, get yeah, into. yeah. Um, and also, so the over under for Dallas is nine wins. Would you take the over, the under, and what's your prediction for the number of wins that they'll have this year? I would take the over, but I'm only saying it's going to be like ten and six or eleven and five. I'm not saying above that, but I would more put them at ten and six to be honest with you. Yeah, but I'm I, definitely saying over nine, especially because of their division. Yeah, I would take the over two, and I've them at ten and six, and I have them winning one of the wild card spots. Oh, I need division because I need at least I need first round buy. That's what I need. Well, you know, Dallas doesn't even have a home field advantage, Taylor. You know, yeah, <laughs> we are okay. Uh yeah, so that's that's why that's what I have for Dallas and yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to watch the Cowboys play this year, I guess, which is kinda weird to say. Yeah, I'll be at work watching them on my computer screen. Yeah. And screaming. Even though I just put them on Sunday night every night. Just do well, it. You know you know what's disgusting is they're playing the Giants on Monday night football in their second matchup against each other. They always have to put one of those games on prime time. That's bad. Yeah, they do just, it every year. Yeah, but they aren't they doing like a Philly game too? Uh, Most likely they would be. Because I mean, that's really the games that matter in the division. I don't think anybody wants to see the Giants. They're playing the Bears in Buffalo on Thursday. The Giants on Monday night, and that's it. Those are Dallas's primetime games. Okay, that <laughs> needs to change immediately. And that probably will change as um, the season goes on. Don't they have that option of switching? Yeah, towards the end they can. Yeah. They can. Dude, they're going to do it. I kind of hope so. They, we have I, the I'm highest so rated ma- games every year. I'm, they can't switch Monday night football, though. It's only Sunday night they can change. Good. We don't want to be on ESPN. Gross. Yeah. I just I hate when they put that Giants game on primetime. So, speaking of the New York football Giants, it's pretty good segue. Oh, right? oh yeah. That was good. Uh, they, they're re- they rebuild their team uh, this year in the NFL draft, and they did it by selecting Daniel Jones, DeAndre Baker, also by trading Odell Beckham. They got Jabril Peppers and Dexter Lawrence. And they that's how they rebuilt their football team. They also have Saquon as well. They took 
um, the year before. So like, poor Saquon. Do you think this is a, a good foundation for a football team that they just kind of went out and grabbed? No, <laughs> I think that this team. And, and don't get me wrong, there could be a future here, but Saquon's going to be burnt before that future starts. I mean, it's going to be four to five years down the road before the New York Giants really turn into a winning football team. Because here's... But, I, I mean, but, it's always sooner than football, though. You yeah, can change really fast. Here's the thing, though. What do you have on the wide receiver side? What You have your running back, but now you can't even decide on a quarterback, really, because you're still starting Eli. Even with Daniel Jones going five for five. Whoa, where did that come from? I hope he's good. <sighs> no, he's I hope. I know, but I'm not he's saying... Like the, they, they, after the game, they were just... a. Like, just blowing him up being, oh, he's the third Manning. Here he is. <laughs> I just, it makes I'm, me sick because. I hate the Mannings, man. I just, I feel so bad. It was funny because I always remember with uh, offseason so far with the Giants where Golden Tate was interviewed saying, like, yeah, it sucks that all these wide receivers were out. Injuries, man, it's just something you don't want to see at camp. The next day he was suspended for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that so much because it was like. The New York Giants. Yeah, I was like, there you go, man. Well, what do you mean? You're not excited for Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram? Yeah, that's all you. And by and the way. Cody Latimer. Evan Ingram is, eh. I don't think, eh. Yeah, he, I don't he was know. supposed to be. He was supposed so, to break he, out last year. Exactly, and he, didn't. he did not. And in fact, it looked like he even went backwards a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not actually a big fan. Sterling Shepard again. Well, I he feel was bad injured for, for like eight weeks, and he also he can't block. And then if also if you're not against the red zone a lot, he's, what value? Oh is yeah, that? that's what it was. He couldn't block, so they couldn't really put him in the game. Yeah, in and then he was, yeah, he can't play first and second down. Yeah, and whenever you have your entire offense built around Saquon, your tight end has to block. You're exactly right, dude. Saquon. He's going to be so amazing. It's just they're going to burn him out before their team gets good. Yeah. That's it, a shame. And so the weird thing also about the Giants, it's kind of like the inverse of the Cowboys where you know the regression numbers say the Cowboys should get worse. The numbers say uh, the Giants should get better. They went 4-8 and eight, one-score games. Uh, they, they lost uh, two more games than they should have won according to their Pythagorean win total, which was the 31st you know, lowest uh, over-expectation in the league. They had the 11th hardest schedule last year, and they're 15th in DVOA. Uh, they didn't have a lot, a lot of bad injury luck, but you know, you're they. I mean, Odell was hurt for a lot of the year too, but like, I just don't see it all with them. And and does anybody see it with them? Yeah, that's my question. Like, do you see anything like good here at all? Like, do you do you, like? Does I see the anything number one pick. Make sense at all for? for I the see Giants? the number one pick. Well, I think the Dolphins are my number one pick. Whoa! No! 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 Hundred percent. The Dolphins have a quarterback now. What are you talking about? I don't think. I mean, the whole rest of the team is so bad, though. Yeah. Whoa. Kenny Stills is wonderful. <laughs> he's pretty good. <laughs> I'm, he's not causing any type of. He's pretty uh, good like, though. He, but he's not even doing a distraction in the locker room already, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I mean, like, I like their secondary. I think their pass rush is horrendous, though. I think their offensive line is gonna be better this year too. And like Saquon's, like, he's generational. You know, I it's it's unbelievable how good he is. It's the same thing with like Tyreek Hill where it would be cool if they were on like the same team where they're just video game characters. Mm-hmm. Because even with me watching old footage, I can't remember. They were doing this, you would know, the scrimmage drill or whatever where it was when he was at Penn oh, State. Oh, yeah, I saw that video. And the team, it's just yeah. him just maneuver, outmaneuvering all the guys. And he's in like a confined space and he still just owns them. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It doesn't make any sense. I hate that drill so much. The Oklahoma drill. Yeah, I don't know. I it don't sucks. Know. I, I, I remember you one, know me. I was in golf. I remember one time in high school they did it where two of the biggest guys that we had on the team they put one at linebacker, one at running back, 
and then they put like four wide receivers as the offense and defensive line. Stalemate, they run into each other full speed, head on. They both fall on the ground, and they both have concussions. And the coaches should have gone to jail for that. Like, looking back on it, it's like, yeah, you should be in jail for doing something like this. What it was you, so unbelievably stupid. What are you talking about, man? They toughened us up. They missed like four weeks because their their concussion that they got from this stupid thing. Hey, man, it happens, okay? Yeah. And especially if we're going to win the game, we have to give up our bodies and our soul. Yeah, that's That is point. the point of football. Yeah. Haven't you ever seen Friday Night Lights? Yeah, I saw it. Any Given Sunday? I read the book. Wait, Any Given Sunday? Is that a book? No, nah, it's only a movie. Okay. Well, wait. Yeah. I, I think like in all the time I played I played football. I think I actually enjoyed playing football for over those like six years. I think I only had fun playing it for like eight weeks of those six years. <laughs> and the rest of the time I was like, oh God, I really don't have to do this. Man, um, we travel for your game, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm just saying like more, more often than not, like you're just getting, it just hurts and you're tired and it's miserable. And like the games are fun, but everything else is just, it, you know, it makes you stronger in the long run. Dude, golf is the exact same way. I understand. It's like you're just working so hard and your body's just taking like the blow after blow. Exactly. So it's, um, I get it. So back back to the Giants. I think this is going to be the worst pass rush in football this year. Okay. Last year, they were 31st in just a sack rate, 16th in pressure rate. Their uh, defensive line, Dexter Lawrence, he weighs 340 pounds. Uh, that was their first round pick. That's good. <laughs> Dalvin Tomlinson, you don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. I don't know. BJ Hill, either. don't know who he is. Yeah, who's uh, Kareem Martin, their best pass rusher is probably Lorenzo Carter, and he's their weak line weak weak side linebacker. And uh, he was a pretty good pass rusher in Buffalo in previous years. But I think he's like thirty four years old. So I just think it's gonna be atrocious. Um, and then, <laughs> like I don't, know, I didn't like DeAndre Baker that much coming out of college. Uh, Janoris Jenkins. It's pretty boomer bust. He was kind of bad last year, but he was good the year before. And then they have Jabril Pem- Peppers and Antoine Bethea in the in the backfield. But like I could see this like being the twentieth best defense. But this, I mean, this pass rush is just going to be so atrocious. Well, and the problem too is it's when it comes to that offense. Do you really think that offense is going to be scoring up points, or no. is the defense going to be out on the field more than anything else? No, I don't. I don't think the offense is going to be scoring a lot. Exactly, points. it's going to be three and out because it's also Saquon's only going to have one big run a game. I think that's how they're going to score. It's yeah. going to be like Saquon's 62-yard exactly. runs. Or he's going to have a 40-yard run that puts him in field goal position. And he'll probably have over 100 yards a game as well. And Eli's going to have probably two touchdowns and two picks. Yeah. And that's just what their whole entire season is going to be, and they're going to lose games 21 to like 35 yeah. each week. Well, and the weird thing is like me saying this, they had a mediocre offense last year, but it felt so much worse than it actually was. And yeah. even like looking at this year, like... But wasn't it just because they were just coming back because they were always in a deficit? And they were just always trying to come back. I don't know. They lost a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they went 4-8 and eight, one score games. So like they were in a lot of games, too, at the same time. But uh, Do you think it was worth trading Odell, then? Do you think, like, where how the team is, do you think them having Odell would make a difference? Do you think maybe they should have tried to get more out of it? Do you think, like... You know about the Odell trade? Yeah. Do you think, like, it was smart after seeing, like, this team in the offseason, what they've done, how many receivers they've lost? Uh, I just, I just think that... Like on a bad team, Odell can't play on a bad team. Yeah. Like, like Odell's great when things are going great, but when things aren't going great, it's you know it's obvious. But what a if problem. Odell had Daniel Jones throwing him <laughs> that perfect spiral? I mean, it'd be cool. But like Odell's a gen- like you know he's a he's a really really good wide receiver, and um, there's no arguing against that. But like I mean, it, there's there's also like a personal element to it, 
and also the fact that the Giants are competing now. And what was their biggest trade chip that they had? Their best way to, to add draft capital. And it was trading him and also getting his salary off the books as well, too. And they're in a rebuilding environment. What if they trade away Saquon? Uh, what would you get for Saquon? I, you would get a first-round pick and, <laughs> and something else. A first-round pick. Yeah. you probably get Tom Brady out of that. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Because running backs are, under, are overvalued. Dude, Saquon's the best running back in the league. Yeah, I know. But even even saying that, he would probably only get a first-round pick. <sighs> and you'd probably get like a cornerback who's pretty good. Dude, I know. It would be like the Alex Smith trade the Chiefs made to the Redskins, except you would get a first-round pick instead of like a third-round pick. Yeah, you're damn mine. That's what would happen. No, Saquon's worth more. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird team. I like I can I just don't see it even though there's a lot of things that point to them being better this year but I just don't see it. So would you I'll put it to you this way would you ever bet on the New York Giants games whenever it comes to like them losing if the point spread is 7 points? I I don't know it depends on they're playing. I'm saying Dallas. Because like they have a really easy schedule too. Like they have the 29th hardest schedule this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Their schedule is really easy. Who are they playing against? Nobody. Well, I guess they they get the NFC East, yeah. and then they get it's that's division. No matter what, I can. I wish I could say like, oh yeah, these games are going to be easy. Even though I kind of said that with the last segment there. So yeah, so they have the NFC East, the AFC East, which is you know Buffalo, Miami, the worst division, the AFC every year, and then they're playing the NFC North, and then they get all the, and then they get to play Arizona as well, and they play Tampa. Matt, Tampa's supposed to be the best team, though. Well, hey, you know, we don't need to get ahead of ourselves. Dude, we're getting into that next week. Don't worry. Um, But, yeah, like, it's in, like it's there. Like, it's possible for them to be good. It's possible. No, it's not. It, it's possible. Oh, my Lord. I don't think it's going to happen. What are we possible. even saying right now? Are you – hold on. Will it be good if Daniel Jones is the starter or Eli Manning, or uh, it doesn't matter? That's the better question. What would be a successful season for the Giants? I would say you put in Daniel Jones. Yeah, I would say, like – Like, e- you have nothing to lose if you're going to go 6-10. and 10. yeah. Like, what are you afraid of? Eli, you know what you're going to get out of him. I guess it's also just you don't want to put the guy in there before he's not ready. Somebody yeah. even wrote, like, an article being today, oh, look, Eli Manning threw, like, a perfect spiral today at practice. Who That's cares? It. He's 40. He's four, He's been throwing a football for 30 years. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad that he <laughs> knows how to throw a spiral. Yeah. It's a good. Very good. It's ridiculous. Uh, so he's also owed $23 million this year. That's not good. He has $33 million left on his contract. Okay. Th- and that's dead money. Oh, I'd get rid of that. So, like, after they pay him this year, they could probably cut him next year if they want to make Jones the starter. But they're not going to. They're going to keep him around for, like, two years, I think. That's what I'm saying. You might as well trade Saquon. Uh, just do something, then. You're just going to waste his years. Yeah, congrats, for the football fan, for sure. Yeah, congrats. He's but, just going to be good in fantasy. He's just going to put up all the stats in the world. Yeah. I think I mean I think a successful season is uh Saquon doesn't have three hundred carries, he has like two hundred fifty and he catches like uh-huh. fifty passes, so you kind of like preserve his, his beautiful body yep. for a little mm-hmm. longer. That's gonna and happen. then Daniel Jones starts maybe like, you know, week ten or whatever. And uh and he's like, Wow, there's something here. Like he plays as well as Sam Darnold did last year. Like that's the perfect season for the Giants. I just feel like that at this point, if Eli was pulled, none of the Giants fans are gonna be screaming anymore. And Eli can look like he's crying or whatever, yeah. but I don't think it's going to make a difference. Well, it's also funny, too, that Matt, whenever McAdoo benched him for Geno Smith, he's like, I'm trying to do the best thing for the franchise. 
And he was right. Like it was, he was no, right about that. He was one. wrong. <laughs> he was right. He was wrong, and the reason why it's because who he put in instead of him. Well, like you knew what you were going to get out of Geno <laughs> Smith. That doesn't make any sense. I think you could have put in your point, rookie. Though. If you put in your rookie, that's entirely well, they didn't have different. a rookie. Yeah, though. they did. Who was the rookie? It was like their third stringer. Oh, like that fellows guy. Or yeah, that no, they had a third guy, and he I was th- a rookie. But I think he. But he was right to just prove the point that we can't win with Eli Manning. And you're going to win with Geno Smith. Yeah, but it's to prove the point that you're not going to win with Manning. Yeah, but Gino's terrible. I feel bad for Gino. Why? Because he's god-awful? And because ever since he was punched in the face, he was never the same. Yeah, it was very mean. What do you mean it's very mean? He didn't pay up on his dues, man. Oh, well, yeah, I guess That's so. what happens. And also, this guy's What do you think happens when you don't on? pay your dues on Taylor, man? He takes you out. You want <laughs> one of these? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it works out pretty good. Uh, so, I guess the answer to this question, you know, who are you, I guess who the most important player is, who missed success, it's Saquon, of course. Yeah, it's Saquon, it's I, like, I try to watch, like, every game of the week through Yours condensed is Eli versions. Manning. No, I mean, it's Saquon. <laughs> but, like, I try to watch, like, every condensed version for the week. And uh, a lot of times I don't do it, but that's my goal I strive for uh, as a as a professional football writer. That's good. And uh, I don't think I'm going to watch any Giants games. I think I'm just going to watch Saquon highlights and be like, okay, I got it. Unless you draft one of them in fantasy. No, I don't care. <laughs> Even that? No, I don't care. I don't watch, I don't watch football. And like, if you have the number one pick, would you team. take Saquon? I'm taking David Johnson. Okay, you are so I'm taking full David Johnson. So, you better be I'm taking, taking David the, Johnson. Okay, Sam, if you're listening, make him the number one pick. I don't care. Just make Good. him the number one pick. And if <laughs> he doesn't take it, point. then he... I'm proving a point, dude. I think you're, you're not doing I'm that. I'm taking David you're Johnson. You're not doing that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Saquon for me as well, too. And so the Giants over under... Six wins. It's under. Yeah. I'm going to put them at four. You're going to put them at four? Yeah, I'm going to say four and 12. Do you think that'd be enough to have the first overall pick? Yeah, I'm going to say yes, but okay, hold on. Does Miami, and they do play against each other, Miami and the New York. Yeah, they do. So I want to say that game is going to matter the most. That's going to break the tiebreaker. Do you know when they play against each other? Are you ready for this? Week 15. And then the Giants play at Washington, then Philly. Oh my lord! Hey, people put are down be, your calendar. People right are going to be sitting out. That's going to be the game put down right your calendar. there. Oh my god! What a betting game! Ooh, ooh, ooh. that's a good game. Yeah, I was, I was going to write an article like the ten games, you know, ten most important games until the nineteenth season. That's first pick. That's one of them right that's there. That's first pick of the draft, baby. Uh, but, te- but again, like I could still see the Giants winning okay, seven games. No, stop talking. That's <laughs> I, not I how I would it's take the happen. under. I would, I would, I'm gonna say five and eleven. I would. I would not bet on this though. I no, would dude, bet on. No, I would dude, bet on the Dallas. Over. Take the over. It's cool. I would bet on Dallas. I wouldn't bet on the Giants. But I'm, yeah, I'm saying five and eleven. I would take the under. That makes me feel better. Um, you went out there. Their odds are for zero to four wins is sixteen percent, and then their odds for, for uh, five to seven wins is forty percent. Yeah. Yeah, and then their odds for the playoffs are thirty three percent. That's too high. I know, but that's that's I mean. too high. I know, but like, I can. Like what every, are they going to make the playoffs at? I guess the problem is that like the numbers say this, but like when you think about the team, you're like, there's, there's I, no, no way. way. But the numbers say, and the numbers are right a lot of times. Numbers are always wrong. Always remember this. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. And you know where you know where my example is, Tim Tebow. Hey, we you know, uh, shouts out to our fallen our fallen soldier. Hey, man. Dude, we should go to that Marley baseball our boy. team. Or that Marley league baseball team. He's on. I want to go. Watch there. him hit a few, a few dingers. You know? I'd rather go to the softball championships with you than that. I can't wait. We gotta go next year. All right, so we're gonna take. I'll a, go if we bet. We're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll go through the rest of the NFC East. And we're back. So now we're moving up to. 
I guess you don't move up to Philadelphia, but we're going to we're going to Philadelphia. This is a, a Menzingers podcast now, and we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so the Philadelphia Eagles last year, Carson Wentz was pretty good, and then he hurt his back, and then Nick Foles came in, of course, the savior, and finished what he started in Week One of the regular season, the Lord and Savior, and uh, they probably they should have beat the Saints in that playoff game, and he threw one oh, yeah. the, one of the dumbest interceptions you'll ever see. And it was a, a stupid throw. It was a terrible decision in the red zone. And they lost. And now Nick Foles is in Jacksonville. And uh, now it's, it's Carson Wentz's time again to, to lead, his, lead his brethren. And also coming off like a, a fresh $100-plus million extension as well, too. So I think, I think for you, based off you know, how, I, how I know you and what you've said before in the past, I don't think you like Carson Wentz. And I think you have concerns about his injury history. And uh, and because of that, you have concerns about the Philadelphia Eagles as a whole, too. Yeah, when it comes to me and Carson Wentz, it's this easy. Even when he was playing last year, he only looked for Zach Ertz. Granted, he was still not the same. It's just we're expecting him to be the same once again, but he has still not shown that type of MVP year that he was having yeah, before he went out. ACL. He just hasn't looked like that because... From last year, he truly doesn't look comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. And even what I've read, he's like so-so in training camp right now. He's so up and down with everything, and nobody knows if he's going to be good. Mm. I feel like he's – I feel like him and Dak Prescott may have a very similar season. Interesting. But, like, even – but I think the Eagles have a really complete team. They do. This is such a talented team. I think it's probably, like, the deepest team in football. And I love their roster. I love their team. Who's their running back, though? Because even in the preseason it game... It doesn't matter because their but, offensive line's so good. Yeah, but the running backs were terrible. Well, they have Jordan Howard. Yeah. They have That's who's Wendell be Smallwood. <laughs> they have Corey Clement. They played like six running backs in the preseason. And, and they, all of, they drafted that running back terrible. from Penn State also. The highest guy got like 3.7 yards. Yeah, but yards. you're not starting like your, your best offensive line in the preseason game. Yes, I'm just saying. It didn't look good with how many weapons in the deepest team mm. in the league. And they also lost the game. So just Ooh, saying for the deepest man, team. You, you can't. Hey, you said deepest team. I'm just throwing that out there to you. can't lose preseason games. Either way, though, the Carson Wentz thing is interesting because now, Matt, did he deserve that extension? I Like, would you have paid I him I wouldn't that? have done it yet. Yeah. No. What the hell? There's no need to. Why would you? Because this is year four. And you would believe that he would actually be in the position where he would have to prove himself. It's like Philly wanted to give him the money in order to give him confidence. I think so, too. And that shows that he has a fragile mind. Mm. I think that's what that is showing me to where, just like the report last year as well, he's not the locker room guy. Yeah. People don't like him. Well, I guess it's, I don't know. I know. The one thing about Dak, everybody loves him. (laughs) Well, it's like Carson Wentz has had injury problems going back to college, too. Whenever he was in North Dakota, yeah. uh, so you watched a lot of those games, North Dakota. I I've, I watch him play like once a year yeah. usually. Whenever they're in like the FCS championship, and I'm like at the gym, and I like see it for five minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, solid. I was like, if I got into college football, this is the college football I would get into. No, we're never betting on D whatever schools ever again <laughs> in our lives. I blocked out my memory. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, no, so you talking about Zach Ertz. So Zach Ertz had 155 targets last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelson Aguilar was second with 97. So like you know, you're saying it was you know, uh, they they sewed. Uh, Zach Ertz's orifice closed. I kept feeding him and feeding him and feeding him. It's true. Until blah. It's true. And 
it's because he didn't look at anybody else. He didn't trust anybody else, and they say it's just because that's his BFF. And it's the weirdest thing where you see Carson Wentz play that way, and then the moment Nick Foles comes in, everybody's getting the ball, everybody's scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Well, okay, so his skill players that Carson Wentz has. So his offensive line's great. It's Jason Peters. They you trade up and took yeah, they Andre the best Dillard. Offensive lines. And Andre Dillard's like he's a pure and natural and perfect pass blocker. The question is if he you know if he can learn how to you know run block pretty quickly. Uh, but the idea is he'll back up, learn how to run block, and I mean he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a phenomenal pass blocker. He probably already is. His left guard is Isaac Sumalo, Jason Kelsey at center, Brandon Brooks right guard, Lane Johnson right tackle, Zach Ertz at tight end. So like, it's a great offensive line. Like it's yeah. a, it's a top five offensive line. Their skill players, though, do you like their skill players? It's Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, uh, J.J., Orega Whiteside, which was the wide receiver they drafted. Deshaun Jackson's back. Alshon Jeffrey, Jordan Howard, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Miles Sanders, and then they have you know, Jordan Howard as well, too. So, like, I, I think it's a great group. Like, it's really solid. It's uh, And, like, they also have, like, a player that hits every single, like, need or whatever, you know? It's it's like they're not the best at their position, but they're all decent and they, to and where they're supposed. And they all do different to, things too. And they all do them very well. It's just, I I don't know because they're all so old. Deshaun Jackson, if he's the same speedster, okay, maybe Carson Wentz finally has somebody to bomb the ball to. Even though he had Aguilar, I mean, who's faster? Yeah, I mean Aguilar's not some like scrub that just can't run like Jackson. Well, I mean Aguilar still had a lot of targets last year. Uh, I think I think Deshaun Jackson's gonna be like seventy one years old and still running four seven. <laughs> yeah, and that's also a big possibility if healthy. But I mean, I really do like their skill players. Jordan Howard's a little more interesting to me because why did Chicago give him up if he's that great? They didn't seem like they wanted him anymore because he had that one great year. Yeah. After that great year, he kind of would have. A semi-good game and then a bad game. Oh, I think also they just want guys who are better in space because Howard's like a, between the tackles, power back. But that's what I'm and saying. Chicago doesn't want that at but all. But Philly doesn't seem like they want that with their offense either because that, they want to like be moving the ball everywhere. They don't really want to slow things down. No, I mean like but like Ajayi was great in that same sort of role where he's in in between the tackles, running real a lot of tackles. You know, like Ajayi's Ajay. a better ta- was a better tackle breaker that year. He was in Philly than Howard, but it's the same sort of idea too. Um, but yeah, like, I just like that, you know, you have Algar as a speed guy, you have the Shaq Jackson as a speed guy, you have Alshon Jeffrey, who's like, you know, your sideline receiver. Uh, Whiteside is also like, a, he's a sideline, like go up and get a possession receiver too. Ertz and Goddard, uh, I, think that, I think that's the best tight end combination you have in football. And then you have a power back in Howard. And then uh, <laughs> you got, you know, the other guys. And that, their other running backs <laughs> the are The other guys very are good. so good. Yeah. I'm, I mean, last year they had like seven running backs run the ball. Yeah. it's Well, that's what I'm saying. And they tried it again in preseason, and none of those guys are good. I think it'll be better this year. Yeah, you better hope so, because otherwise Carson Wentz is going to be bombing the ball. Uh, the funniest thing ever, though, is still Carson Wentz and how skinny he is. He needs that titty milk, dude. Oh, my God. He does. He needs that titty milk. But he does love it, and at least he admits it. I just don't know. Where do you get it? He needs to fan that boy up. Yeah, they were 27th in rush offense DVOA last year. Yeah. I just, But uh, it's the same thing when it comes to Dallas because everybody is picking either Eagles or Dallas. It's yeah. most likely. Choose your, it's a real choose your fighters. Everyone's still picking Philly over the Dallas because people hate us so much. <laughs> but yet when it comes to Philly this year, I just, it all depends. Same thing with Dallas. It's both teams depending on their quarterback this year. 
It's which quarterback is going to be able to I, take that step, and which quarterback do you think is either going to stay the I, same or I, regress? I guess the, the the way I feel about the Eagles now, the reason why I feel better about them than Dallas, really, is that yeah, I just don't think it like once of course is important. You know, your quarterback's important, but I just think the entire team is so good here that the quarterback isn't as important for Philadelphia than it is, you know, for Dallas. I think, but they I just think still it's still had it's the a, weapons last year. It's a better overall team. They still had the weapons, and they still had a great defense. They last had a lot year. of injuries last year, and their defense was bad in the middle of the year. Don't make up excuses. Their for secondary them. was really bad whenever uh, you know Darby and Mills got hurt, and then they brought in the young guys. They brought in LeBlanc. They brought in Vontae Maddox in, and they were bad until like the end of the year. And they were, I mean, spectacular. It was insane how good that they got in like four weeks. I enjoyed the and, way you were uh, talking before. Now I don't like and it. Changed it changed on them and their defense. Like, well, like, okay, so their defensive line. Brand Graham, Lee Jackson, Fletcher Cox, Derek Barnett. Uh, they also have Ch- uh, J- I almost said Jimmy Jernigan. Timmy Jernigan. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Jimmy Jernigan though. Uh, I think it's a it's a great defensive line. They're so good at running stuns. I love the Lee Jackson signing. And they're also pretty in- interesting too in how they use their defensive line, how they blitz. They rush four, the second most in football, and they they're like last in three rushers, last in five rushers, and they're eighth in six plus rushers. So it's either Rush four big blitz and that's it. It's one or the other. There's nothing in between at all. It's um, because it's what's his face. It's Schwartz. Yeah, but like he just started blitzing last year. He never blitzed at really? all until I thought last he year. Actually, blitz in Detroit all the time. No, he was just four guys, and then he started blitzing last year. I do not like Schwartz. Oh my god. I th- he's a good coordinator. Yeah. You don't want to be your head coach though. Oh no, you don't want to because he's yeah. a psychopath. <laughs> he's an insane person. Yeah. So I would say yeah, he's a fine coordinator. I guess I just wouldn't want to deal with him at all. Um, and they lost Chris Long. They lost Michael Bennett. They brought, they signed Vinnie Curry, but I didn't like Jackson signing to make up for uh, losing Michael Bennett, mainly because of how good Fletcher Cox is, how good uh, Brian Graham is, and also just the way Malik Jackson can open up, up them, open them up. But I think the biggest thing also with the Eagles is their secondary thing seems to be really great because last year Darby was a top ten cornerback until he got hurt. Mills sucked, and he'll be back this year. But the key is that LeBlanc and Maddox were so good last year. And so if they are really good in this year, they have a great safety combination with Malcolm Jen- Jenkins and Ronnie McLeod, who was hurt last year too. And uh, it's an awesome secondary. It's an awesome pass rush. Their linebackers are good. They signed Zach Brown this year. And I just love their defense. Like, Dude. I love the entire team, and there's a question about Wentz. And I think the, the question about Wentz isn't as important because of how good their team is. That's fair to say. The problem is they have to have an adequate backup to put in whenever Wentz goes down. <laughs> and the whole idea when it comes to that defense, I agree with you. I don't understand. They always put like the right guys in the right places because even when they had the injuries, it's like what you said. The they, young guys started coming in, and it came uh, with a couple of games. They needed to build the secondary because the secondary was terrible for like yeah. three games where it, they just got blown off the field. Yeah, But it was just because they were getting used to each other. Starting at the end of the year, they turned it around. Their secondary became dangerous. It's just, again, they had an adequate guy, and the entire team believed in Nick Foles. Do you think the team believes in Carson Wentz compared uh, to Nick Foles? That's kind of my question. I, mean, I don't know what the answer is to that. Did they build a shrine for Carson Wentz? Did they build a shrine for Nick Foles? They did. What do you mean they built a shrine? They built. A, I'm almost positive it was Fletcher that built the shrine. And oh. It was like a shrine in Nick Foles. <laughs> Because he was honoring him. <laughs> that's cute. But that's the whole idea. And when it comes to that defense, though, 
I expect it to be a top five, and I hate that. Yeah. Because that's why they're so frustrating, because I have to rely, and this is what sucks, that's why I keep saying this, I have to rely on Wentz being back, because otherwise my team is screwed. Yeah. And it's, I have to have a perfect season from Dak then. Yeah, yeah. That, to be able to and the whole team, them. actually. I have to have everybody signed, I have to have everybody out there healthy, not on drugs. <laughs> I hate this season so, already. So the the Eagles, their big swoon on defense came from week seven. They play. They had they have they had positive DVOA against them. Week seven against Carolina. Week eight against Jacksonville. Week ten against Dallas, and that lost twenty twenty seven. Probably the best game of the year for Dallas, aside from the the win against New Orleans. The Saints put up forty eight points against them. The Giants uh, put up thirteen. But they had positive def- defensive DVOA in that game, and then against Washington down the stretch. That's whenever it changed uh, for them. And they won three games in a row to end the year and then beat Chicago and lost to New Orleans. And uh, the defense was a lot better in those games in the season. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just – I love their defense. I love their offensive line. If you I love so like much, why don't you marry it? Uh, that's a lot of guys to marry, though. Oh, yeah? So, it sounds like that you like it's the like, sounds, It sounds exhausting. Yeah, but it sounds like you can handle it. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. Uh, all I know is you talk better about the Philadelphia Eagles than you do your own team. Yeah, well, well, see, and my problem too. I don't want to talk about that. Problem I have with Philadelphia is like same thing as like Schwartz, same thing with like Peterson. Just there's some like douchebag mentality that they have. I like Peterson though. God, He's, I hate the Philadelphia I'm, Eagles. So Peterson's much. just a, a fat Donald Draper. And it's like they just. Uh. <laughs> and what I love though is that they truly can't talk smack to me because no matter what, how much smack they talk about Dak Prescott, he still has more playoff wins than Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you know who else has more playoff wins than Carson Wentz? Who? Brock Osweiler. Dude, Brock Osweiler. Talk about <laughs> underrated. You know who has more playoff wins than Carson Wentz? Who? Case Keenum. Oh, Case. Oh, wait. Everybody we, has more. Hold on. We're getting into Case. Carson Wentz has never won a playoff game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's never won because he so was you just say anybody. But that's why you were just like, oh, he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. And whenever people say it, it's just like, no. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It doesn't mean anything. So which player are you most excited to watch? Or who do you think is the most? Oh, so also real fast. Their backup quarterback was Nate Sudfeld. Like you mentioned, he was hurt. Uh, so okay, Cody yeah, Kessler is guy. the backup. Is okay. So they had Seth Bell and Kessler in their quarterback room. I'm going to say the player I'm most excited for is Kessler because I'm excited to see when he comes in the game. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's very, no, that's a fair answer. I'm going to say the, the one that I'm most excited for is, I don't want to say wins because I'm really not that excited to see. I'm going to say Zach Ertz only because I really do like him. Yeah. I just hope they he don't. He seems just, like a good guy too. And I just hope they don't try to just force him. And he's so much better whenever you just like, rely on yeah. just passing it to everybody because then he gets more TDs. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully I can draft him in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. First round? <laughs> you know it. Uh, I'm most excited to watch Bram Brooks. Last year he tore his Achilles. He'll be back this year. He's like one of my you know, five favorite players. Um, you know, I've, I've loved yeah. him for a long time. You've <laughs> loved him for a long time, huh? Well, be, I mean, the reason why I love, one of the main reasons why I love him so much, one, he's a lot of fun to watch play, of course, but because I'm a I'm a hater and a loser, I got in so many arguments in like 2014 watching Texans games. Like Bram Brooks is really good, and he's gonna be like a, a Pro Bowl guard so for a, a long pride time. Thing. Yeah, and then oh look, look at what happens. And the Texans chose um, Jeff Allen over him in free agency as well too. I was like, this is so stupid. This is the dumbest thing ever. Over two million dollars, they didn't set, keep Bram Brooks, and also he didn't like playing for Bill O'Brien as well either. And, you know, he's really loved being in Philly. And he's just a lot of fun to watch play. Does anybody like playing for Bill O'Brien? 
I don't know, dude. I, don't know. I think you should take a poll. Um, you know them, right? So the over-under for the Philadelphia Eagles is nine wins. What's your prediction? Would you take the over or the under? I'm not taking anything. All right? Nothing? I'm, I'm not taking anything because I'm not betting under on that. I'm either betting that or I'm betting over, and I don't want to say over, so I'm going to say I'm going to put it at nine. You put it at nine. I put it at nine. I'm just saying that that's I wouldn't bet that because I'm just gonna say they're gonna win nine games. Yeah, they're I gonna would, be nine and seven. I would smash the over. Of course, you would Best smash one, the over. One like uh, for sure lock. I'm putting the Eagles. Oh I have 11 wow! Wins. Yeah. Wow! I feel great about this team. Oh, and then God, Carson Wentz is gonna fail. get hurt week two. I hope they fail so bad now. I um, hope you jinx them. Because like I mean, the year after the Super Bowl is always a bad year for every team except for the field, uh, the New England Patriots. You know. And like they rode a very choppy scene. Last year wasn't bad Still, for them. I know, but like it was, it was bad. But they made it, playoffs. Yeah, I know. Like it looked they really bad. Beat Chicago. I understand all that. They did. I know something. all this. But I'm saying like it was like it looked bad, and they were able to ride the choppy, choppy waves. Still make the playoffs from the playoff game, and you know, they probably should beat the Saints in that game as well too. Yeah, but Matt, what was the key factor to last year? Uh, Nick Foles, Lord and Savior. <laughs> so yeah, I feel I just I, don't know, I feel great about the Eagles. I have eleven wins. I'm winning this division. I hope you fail. I hope that it's nine and seven. And I hope they miss the playoffs. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. All right. So next up, we have the the Washington football team. So I'm gonna come out and say it. I think this is gonna be the worst offense in football until Dwayne Haskins plays. And even if Haskins come in, comes in, like I've never watched Haskins play. Did you see what he did in preseason? No, I didn't see Dude, it. he had two picks and like okay. <laughs> And so even never had no touchdowns. Whenever Askins come in, he may it still may be the worst offense in the league. I think this is just a, it's atrocious. You know It you is know, awful. You know when they ask Gruden who's a quarterback, you know what he says? What? Shrugged his shoulders. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna fire me next year anyway. Like, so that's what it comes down to. Because Matt, who are you gonna start? Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, or Haskins? I think you have to start Keenum. Oh McCoy, they want to start McCoy so bad. They he, love Gruden McCoy. loves McCoy. I don't know why. Because he's a gunslinger. And he's not and a gunslinger. He loves a gunslinger. Because he grew up in a Texas town with only one sp- stoplight, always yellow. Always yellow. Oh, yeah. He's the man. But seriously, he's going to play Case Keenum because he's the safe bet. And everybody knows he's a safe bet. So that's why he's going to get it. The only thing is, this team isn't going anywhere. And the fact that you have a quarterback problem still and you're deciding between three. That's not ever a good and sign. They're the only team in the league who doesn't know who their quarterback is right now. Everybody else knows. Yeah, everybody else figured it out. Yeah. Even though some teams have picked wrong, Giants. But whenever it comes to the Redskins, uh, what they should be excited for is they have, the, what's his name? Starts with a P. I'm trying to think. I'm blanking. Who's their running back? That. Um, Pizza Pr- Pierre. Perrine. Perrine. Oh, yeah, Perrine. They have Perrine, and they also have the guy who was hurt last year who came, who's going to be back this year. Uh, Darius Guys. Yeah. And that's where it's going to be a little bit exciting to watch that to see how that plays out. Because the offensive line's good. Yeah. It's just their quarterbacks are bad and their receivers. I don't know one (laughs) receiver, Matt. I know Jordan Reed, and apparently he's looking 100% healthy. Jordan Reed is the most overrated player I've ever seen in my life. And it's this easy why. You're a talent, but you will never stay healthy. Because I think if you have a bruise, you are going out. I mean, he's been hurt a lot. I think it's also concussions too. I don't know, no, man. Again, he threw a fist at a guy. It tapped the guy's helmet, and he fell to the ground. <laughs> How does that happen? Um, how does he fall to the ground? Maybe he lives with a different set of physics. You know, I don't know how that works. 
don't know. Uh, but like I said, the offensive line's good, and I forgot Trent Williams refri- refuses to play there. Did you hear and why, though? Yeah, they, the Redskins do this. I don't know what it is, but they always misdiagnose stuff. Everybody there is always brutally injured. Like, they just have the worst injuries in football. He had and I think it it's taken out of his skull, dude. Yeah. It was like a benign cyst or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, they should get rid of him immediately because he even stated it has nothing to do with anybody but the organization and the training staff. I want to never come back yeah. to that place. Until if, they fire the training staff, I'm not playing If here. that guy says that, obviously he's never coming back. That's yeah. not a player thing. Yeah. It's not a player dispute or coach dispute. That's a... He hates you. Yeah, get rid of him. So the, in in his they signed Donald Penn to take a spot. That's uh, not going to do anything now. And that doesn't work out. They're going to put Eric Flowers to left tackle, mm-hmm. and Eric Flowers is you know probably the worst Eric left Flowers. tackle in football right now. Eric Flowers just stated to, he hasn't bloomed in. He's a supposed season. to start at he's, <laughs> he started, he's supposed to start left guard. <laughs> He's never bloomed. He hasn't bloomed in a season, man. His least favorite Nirvana song is in bloom. Ooh. Yeah, got it him. It is, man. Uh, but yeah, so their left side of the offensive line is terrible. You know, I say like the offensive line is good. I mainly just say that because uh, their center is good. Roulet. I don't even know how to say the name. It's some some Cajun looking name. And, uh, and, Brandon, and you're supposed to be a writer. I know, but like I don't watch. I don't listen to the announcer song hear how these things are pronounced. And then I love Brandon Sh- uh, Scherf, though. He's awesome. He's no, really good. I don't know who that is. He tore his pectoral last year. Okay, you you're just bringing up guys that are just injured last year. I'm supposed to know these it guys. Happens. Well, like Washington was funny too because they were they were like six and two and they were in first place in the division and their whole team got hurt and fell apart. Yeah, but one of the guys almost died. So and Alex Smith, he he had leg surgery and they had an infection in that leg. And you know what I don't want to hear is when he's like, "Yeah, I think I can maybe come back one day." Alex, hey man. We're d- we're done. Yeah, just be happy. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> and Washington should still pay him, even though they're probably not. They have to. Oh, okay, cool. Well, because <laughs> they're it's burning si- the bags of money in front of them. That he owns. They owe him signing bonus money. Is the reason is the problem with that? But yeah, you think Gruden's fired after this season? Then yeah, he is. It's so so Alex Smith, he's owed thirty five million dollars next season, and they can't come until two thousand twenty one. So he's just gonna hang on the sideline for at least two years. Why would he even care about coming back then? Yeah, I don't know. So uh, Washington start with the Houston game when like their whole team got injured. They lost to Houston. They lost at Dallas. They lost at Philly. They lost to the Giants. They won in Jacksonville. Lost at Tennessee. Lost to Philly. So they went. If I, my math is right here, they finished the year one and six. That's that's good. Yeah, that's what you want. And you know what? Hashkins they went from is, six and three to seven and nine. Hashkins is definitely going to improve, so he is going to improve that team where I, they are going to become the, something. You know, here's the problem with Haskins. I don't think he's that good. He's wearing that number. He's wearing the curse number. He's wearing Theismann's number. Don't do that. Yeah, I know. You're playing with the gods. You can't be doing that. He's trying. He has a he has a necklace with the number fifteen on it. Don't do that. <laughs> That's an affront to God. You're just. You're begging them. You're begging for your career. You know what you're saying? You're saying, come and get me. Come and take it. You're taking the middle finger right now. Yeah, don't do that. It's a terrible idea. I don't know. I think he's just, he's going to learn. The problem is, though, he didn't look good. That's the only thing. And to be fair, too, would you really expect a first-round quarterback pick to lose in a quarterback competition against Colt McCoy? 
Um, always maybe going to lose to Case Keenum, and Case Keenum was first in DVOA two years ago. Yeah, but you were <laughs> in love with Case Keenum. Do you remember when you argued that you loved Case Keenum? I that he was your no, no. I, I okay. can remember the argument. Right, yeah, let's not. The argument was easy. No, wait, why? It's about no, the no, Washington yeah, yeah, Redskins. No, this is what the argument was. I said. I really like Case Keenum. You said you loved him. You said he was like top quarterback. That you were like picking him. You were riding the Keenum train. This is what was misconstrued. I said, I really like him as a player. And you go, oh, so you think he's the greatest ever? said, no, I really like him and I really respect him. You said he's your favorite player. That's what happened. You said he's your favorite player to watch. I said I loved him. That's what you said. You said he was your favorite player. If, so I don't want to marry you, Case Keenum. If I was drunk when I said it, it's probably true. You weren't drunk. You were sober. Well, then I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think this is going to be the worst offense in football. Uh, and like, Okay, so they're skilled players. Josh Doxson, it's never going to happen. It's never. And it's the weirdest thing. Where the, it's he because, can't get open. And they want him saying that he's like the fastest guy alive and he's their speedster. He can't get open. But it, it's the weird. He's never getting like breakaways. He's good for like one really cool go up and get it jackpot. And but he drops cool it. No, he makes like one cool catch like every five weeks. He just drops a catch. Uh, Jordan Reed, of course. Cam Sims is their slot receiver. Then they have uh, a Trey Quin- Quinplot, Quinlet. What? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. His name's something like that. And then the running backs, Adrian Peterson, Darius Guys, Chris Thompson, uh, and then the Perrine guy. And uh, their running back group is good, but their entire left side of the offensive line is... I think Peterson's going to be playing, though. Yeah, he is. No, they're going to start guys over him. They're gonna give Pearson three hundred carries this year. No, no, they're <laughs> yeah. not. They're not. It's gonna, gonna happen. Give him the ball. Uh, but yeah, and so I don't, it's just it's it's an awful offensive line. And right now, Colt McCoy, I think, is the in the running. He's like his head slightly ahead of Case Keenum's. I think at the moment. Whenever you look up like the stats of what they did, they were all just like God. It, it's because Case Keenum, I think, is the only one that didn't turn the ball over. If I remember correctly, okay. it's either him or Colt. But shooting for the stars. Well, man. it's more like you're just you're just playing it safe. And they have, they're just not going anywhere. And I don't even think Gruden likes Hashkins. I, I just think that if you're picking a quarterback that early, you better be prepared to start him. Same thing with New York. I just don't get I'm the... Fi- no, I'm fine sitting him. I don't like the drafting and storing in the first my, round. So my problem is that if you're going to draft and store, then you don't do things like give Landon Collins $20 million a year. Like yeah. Why? Because he's good. Yeah, you can sign a guy like that three years whenever you're ready to compete. Yeah, but you know what I mean? th- they're ready now. Yeah, that's what I don't like. I do like their defensive line, though. I like Matt Ionatis. I like Darren Payne. Uh, De'Aaron Payne. I like Jonathan Allen. I love the Montez Sweat pick. Uh, I like Ryan Kerrigan a lot, too. Ryan Kerrigan, that guy does a lot of curls. He's huge. By the way, isn't Montez Sweat the guy that I think is going to prison? No. Which one's that one? I that's thought... the guy the Titans took, but he's not going to prison. Oh, no, he's going to prison. No, he's not. I thought Montez Sweat was going to prison. No, he's not. Montez Sweat was the guy who just like had the Jadavion Clowney combine and was just spectacular. Oh, He ran like 280 and ran like a 4-4. I remember now. Yeah. I just... They had a great first... They had a great draft, though. Yeah. I just don't think Gruden's a good coach. I think he's fine. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. I think he's he would, never taken you anywhere. I, I feel like Jason Garrett, but he's in the Jason Garrett, Bill O'Brien yeah. squad. That's who the new squad is. They're the team. I think Gruden would be great as like the offensive coordinator for the Lions. Like I think he would be great for like Matthew Stafford. <sighs> Matthew Stafford. I love that man. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the Redskins also since 2015 their record nine and seven, eight seven and one, seven and nine, seven and nine. And so, like, I th- there's enough talent on defense for the defense to be good. They won't. Be, they'll be like in the upper half of the league. Seven and nine. 
Yeah, I know. Like, but I, I think <laughs> that's this all is, I think this is the worst offense in football, though. And yeah, so but you're saying problem. that the defense is going to be able to at least stop. And they play such an easy schedule, too. If they put in Colt McCoy, they're going places. <sighs> I don't want to watch him play. Colt McCoy, the gunslinger. He almost beat Dallas that day. Dude, Colt McCoy's a gunslinger. He's the real deal. I don't know why you think I'm just, like, full of it. He's better than Case Keenum. No, that's not true. Wait, what is Case Keenum getting paid right now? Probably. Oh, he, he got traded over from yeah. Denver. He's probably making at least $11 million. No, he's not. Because yeah. what was Minnesota paying him? Minnesota didn't pay him. He, they were paying him nothing, and then he signed with... Then he signed with the Broncos, so he's still on his Broncos contract. Ooh. Man, I bet he gets paid like over $20 million. No, I can't remember. If you're Case Keenum, you won. Dude, yeah, he did win. He went from being a, he was a All practice because of that squad catch. guy. Yeah, well, he was also the most efficient quarterback in football. Uh, no, he's actually, he has a one-year $3.5 million contract right now. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. I have that contract Because right he now. signed a two-year $36 million contract with Denver, but it was all front-loaded for last year, for one year. So it's pretty much a one-year contract that he had. That was good. At least he got paid for that year. Yeah. Man, and talk about just winning the jackpot. Because he's going to be a great backup. He's just never going to be the starter guy. Yeah, it's fine. Just like you said, though. He's the greatest, right? Yeah, he. I mean, he went from a practice squad guy. No, no, stop. You then, need to admit this. Okay. That you are wrong. I need I'm you to not, admit that you are wrong. No, I'm not wrong because admit I say I really wrong. like him. No, just admit that you are I'm wrong. Glad That's that he, all I I'm want glad from you. I'm glad that he made it happen. No, you're not glad that he made it happen. Yeah, I am. You. Th- this is not. So we're not arguing about. We're arguing about just admit you if were I wrong. like him or not. No, that's not. I never you said were bragging about him. He you had a great bra- season in Minnesota that year. And I told you no, he's garbage. He, uh, he had a great season. I told in you Minnesota. he was garbage. He had was a great I right? Season in Minnesota. Was I right? I think he was somewhere in between. Okay, no, he's garbage. Not, no. He's somewhere in, in between those two. He's things. trash. Trash. Um, so who are you excited to watch here for Washington? Uh, nobody. Nobody. Who are you excited to watch? Uh, I mean, I do like their front seven. To be honest with you, it's guys. That's the only thing that I'd be watching only okay. because they were big on him whenever they They're drafted. Huge on yeah. Him. Matthew Barry so, was like, "This yeah, guy's gonna, this guy's gonna be a star." Exactly, and they were all blowing up about him, and he was like picked in so many drafts, things like that. So I'm excited to watch have him. You, have you ever read Matthew Barry article and was like, "Oh, it's a good point," and then like you stuck with that and it helped your fantasy team? No, no, never either. Over never. Here. And also, it's the weirdest thing that he gets that job because he was the first one to do it but i want that job and anybody could do that job because all you're saying is i like this guy because i think he's gonna do because this, this nerd gave me a stat that yeah I read on the television. and also because the sun is gonna be out on the exact moment that i need it to be yeah that's what happens i don't know it's fancy football man yeah he's never i just the other <laughs> just remember slipped on ice matt the other, yeah, <laughs> the other sad thing is that the only thing I remember Matthew Barry for was whenever he was like, Cordell Patterson's going to be a top five wide receiver, top ten fantasy player every single year from this year on. And no, it never happened. Yeah, you're going to pick him this year. He, like, he did two. like his hundred things and ten of the things about how Cordell Patterson's going to be the next great wide receiver. And so that's all I remember about Matthew Barry. Like people always remember how you fail. They don't remember how you succeed. You know. I don't know how he succeeded of, it's though. It's all hate about hating and losing this economy. I wonder when he succeeded because I've taken some like his things that he says, and damn, he is wrong. Yeah. Can't remember who's who. Oh, it was Marcus Mariota. He was the reason why I drafted Mariota. Oh, really? I will always remember that. He's like, <laughs> I think Mariota's going to be a top ten quarterback this year. And I was like, you know what? I can see it too, Barry. <laughs> I can see it too. And guess what? He was freaking wrong, no. dude. That made me so mad. That's why I drafted him that one year. I listened to freaking Matthew Barry. Damn. Um, 
Yeah, so they're projected to win six six games this year. The over under six and a half. Uh, and I guess my players, I'm, I'm most excited to watch Sweat and Kerrigan. And also, I, I do like Allen and Payne because they're great run stoppers. Like, it's a fun front seven. You're it's not going to watch any seven. Redskins game. Yeah, I will. No, you're not. I do like their colors, though. You only, oh, okay. And I have some heart attached to because I lived in Manassas. You're only going to watch him in Case Keenum as a starter. Yeah, I, pr- I don't know. Yeah, yeah Case Keenum is a starter. You're watching. Like I said, I try to watch every game of the week. I try. Oh, okay. And maybe I don't get to as many Redskins games. We'll see, though. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think you're going to get to one. Mm, no, I'll get to... I'll probably watch at least four. You're not getting anything. Yeah, I probably will. You're full of it. So, they're they're projected for 6.1 wins over under 6.5. What do you got here? I'm going to put over because I'm going to put them at 7 and 9. Really? That's what I'm going to do. Dang. Over 7 and 9. I also don't have Philadelphia Eagles winning 13 games like some people. I said 11 games. Or whatever. Uh, I'm going to say the under. I'm going to say they win five. Ooh. I think the streak gets broken. I think Gruden gets fired. Um, I think. Why would he get fired? He's a genius. I think this is going to be the worst offense in football. Oh, my God. Would If he gets fired, would then John Gruden hire him? And then you oh. have the Grudens on this same going to Vegas. It, the Grudens in Vegas. Oh, my, this is destiny now. It becomes like the Hugh Jackson thing. That's exactly what it is. Like he gets fired and then he immediately goes to Oakland and then the Raiders are playing the Redskins. And then it just becomes, man, the Gruden brothers, they're a part of the Raiders. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm excited. I feel like we should be watching Hard Knocks after we sh- this. We should be. Okay. Well, so I guess to, to recap really fast. So for Dallas... I have them winning 10 games. You have them winning 10 games. Copier. For the New York Giants, I have them winning five games. You have them winning four games. Duh. Do you think them or Miami is going to be, is going to get the number one pick? No, I'm picking New York. You're picking New York? I'm picking New York. I'm picking Miami. And then for Philadelphia, you have nine wins. I have 11 wins. And for Washington, I have five wins. You have seven wins. There it is. So there's the NFC East. Uh, I I think it's going to be a two-horse race. Me too. And uh, and I think I mean like the FC East is always like kind of fun because these teams have been playing each other for you know 150 years now. In this horse race, the Eagles are a pony. Dallas is a stallion. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are they an Arabian? Oh, an Arabian stallion. Ooh, I love that. All right. (laughs) So uh, that's our that's our show for tonight. This NFC East. The season previews will keep on rolling with the NFC South.